backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Matt. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 845, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Vicky or me, Matt, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. So not too long ago, I believe it was Chrissy and I did uh, talked about Disney transportation. And Matt, I think you were supposed to be on that show. Um, and I believe you had to, uh, like, work later than you thought or something so you couldn't be on the show but anyway um we talked about the kinds of transportation but we've recently had guests wanting to know what kind of transportation is there for each type of resort so we're going to try to slowly but not too slowly (laughs) explain to you what kind of transportation you can get at different resorts some of them only have one or two, and some of them have multiple. So I will let Matt kick it off. All right, we'll get started with the value resorts. We'll start with all-star sports, all-stars movies, and all-stars music. Well, those are mostly all bus. Uh, you can use uh, various rideshare programs, Uber, Lyft, or the minivans, which are awesome. Those are some of the best cast member interactions. But then the other two value resorts are Pop and Art, which are connected with Hourglass Lake, and they have or have buses and the greatest attraction around the Skyliner, which is so hard to walk away from Pop and not have a sky the Skyliner like that should be at every hotel is an attraction. So, and obviously the buses are good, but we've talked about that they can sometimes be crowded. Yeah, it's, it's, especially at certain points of the day. I mean. You know, obviously in the morning is going to be your busiest point and after fireworks, like that last dump of the park, you know, I don't care where you're staying, the buses aren't going to be that much fun. But like in the middle of the day, you know, late afternoon, like I, I can't tell you how many times we've had buses to ourselves. Yeah, I know. That's crazy, right? We're a big fan of the bus. I've so many people, I've heard so many people gripe about buses and I'm like, I haven't, I've been in super crowded buses at the end of the night where everyone's holding their kids and we're all crammed in there like sardines, but uh, we enjoy the buses. We always have good interactions with people. And Oh, I don't mind the buses, but if I have the choice between the buses and the Skyliner. Oh, Skyliner is going to win being carried to the park. Like yeah, you're being on a magic carpet almost. Yes, like that trumps, that's, like I said, that should go to every park for every resort. It's it's just so easy. You don't have to deal with other people, not that that's really an issue. Uh, it's calm, it's quiet, it's breezy, like, you get awesome views. It's, we love it. Like, every usually on, like, our arrival day, we won't go to a park, we'll, like, hang out and then do, like, a full Skyliner loop. 
because we love it. We just sit there, be quiet, and enjoy, you know, enjoy the ride. Yeah. And the other thing that's cool about that is you can literally just go back and forth and yeah. use that use that as a ride, which is what Brad did on our trip. I think he said he rode it like nine different times, you know, nice. back and forth from Epcot to Art of Animation and Pop Century. And obviously that's not necessarily what it's for, but <laughs> if you want to do that, no one's stopping you. I'm sure there's... A, a world record in there somewhere if you want to yeah i'm sure someone's done it for you know 19 hours consecutive and but uh yeah and for people who don't want to deal with either of those like we said ride shares uh ubers and lyfts especially in the morning if you were really like if you're really really antsy about being first at the turnstiles and first at the rope drop you know you can get a lift or a minivan to drop you off but now like i've never experienced this before but our last trip in june uh, we got there like 7.20 and they wouldn't let us in. They held the buses and they held the minivans till 7.30. Then they let everybody into the bus area to like the main bus depot at for at Magic Kingdom. Uh, so you have to make sure you time that right. So our guy just dropped us off like on the curb and we boom right there at the security for the contemporary guests. Uh, so ride share. And that's at all the resorts is it's a good option too. Yeah, and you were saying that about the minivan because I know you just had a really great experience with a former cat with a well, he's still a cast member, but it was a person that had been characters and everything else, right? Oh yeah, he was like a drama major, and he was a twenty-five year vet there. Boomer was his name, and he was. We've used it before on other trips, I think once or twice, and it's always those are always like seasoned veteran cast members, which I mean, you're, you know, obviously you love the company if you're sticking around for a quarter century. Uh, right. yeah, minivan. Yeah, you know, I think it was like forty bucks, but I, I planned for that. I knew, like, hey, we wanted to use a minivan, so we planned ahead. Uh, you know, if you've been planning ahead and budget for it, I would use that every morning because you're not dealing with the stress of the the bus crowds and rope drop and stuff like that. They just drop you off. Like, have a, it's a good way to start your day. Well, and also they have like car seats if you need them, and they also have handicap accessible if you need it. Oh, yeah. That was a surprise that Kaylee did for, I was actually thought I was splitting it with her, but she was like, no, I haven't paid for hardly anything on this trip. And so she wanted to surprise my mom with a minivan. And I want to say that her name was Gloria, but I could be wrong. But she was so sweet. Again, seasoned cast member. But she was like telling us just like facts along the way. Over here, did you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and that's kind of like when uh, we used to have Magical Express and our bus drivers would do that. Yep. Just cool things that you do at Disney property. Yes. Yes. And transportation is included in your thing. Like you don't pay extra for it unless you're getting an Uber Lyft or a minivan. Right. The only, the only thing you're going to pay out of pocket is to get yourself to and from your airport. And then once, once you're done with that, it's, I mean, that's another thing we love so much about vacationing down there is we don't have to drive anywhere. Yes. We don't have to worry about like getting around. Like we don't drink, but if we wanted to, we could just get hammered. Right it around wherever we wanted to go like i love that like that the whole bubble thing it's real and that's uh when we used to go in the older days where we used to go to school <laughs> nine weeks and we were off for three weeks we would go to disney world for 10 days and i remember the first time we came back brad got in our car and he's like i haven't drove anywhere for 10 days this is really weird <laughs> it became a joke like we would be like take us home chives you know just stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's how it is like they're catering to you and even if it is just a bus it's still fun and you're not driving yeah 
you're being catered to. You're going to be grateful on those busy day times of the day when they're having rush hour traffic because they have their own lanes. So the next kind of resort is the moderate resort. And I don't know about you, Matt, but I really think we need to add some moderate resorts to our Disney World because there's quite a few. Well, there's only five, I guess, value. And then there's all these deluxe and DVC. And I feel like these poor four moderate resorts could stand a little competition or something in there. Um, But we'll have to see. Uh, But the first one's Caribbean Beach, which you stayed at Pop. I stayed at Caribbean Beach a few times. Okay, I thought you had. That was the first Disney resort we ever ever stayed at when I was young, too. When it was like... Brand new. Yeah, so I was like 94 we went. But it was just like, holy smokes. And obviously buses. You get buses, again, ride shares. But Caribbean Beach is on the Monterey, or the Skyline. It's the hub. Yeah. And it has, in case you need Joffrey's coffee or a big giant donut... Big giant soft donut there. You get your fix real quick while everyone's waiting in line. Uh, yeah, Caribbean Beach, I mean, that's an awesome resort. It is. It is really spread out. <laughs> it is, and they have bus stops, so the bus could get, I think there's, what, six bus stops? I'm, I'm going to go off and guess. So that's a lot of, you know, if you're the fifth resort to get, if you're the fifth bus stop to get picked up, you know, chances are it could be, you could be standing. Or the fifth bus to get dropped off, you could be very irritated. <laughs> so that is um, something to consider. They do have an internal bus that can drive you around to the food places, depending on what bus stop. So Caribbean Beach, we had been there before, but it was the first time we went at Christmas. We stayed there. Nice. And the very first Christmas, we went to the bus stop. We got there at 6 a.m. We were on the bus by ourselves at 6.05 a.m. So then the next Christmas we came, we had done a trip report. and. <laughs> and trust me, at that point, we did not have that many listeners, but apparently somebody heard about going at Christmas time because then the next year there were about four families with us waiting. Well, then by the time we took people with us the third Christmas at Caribbean Beach, when it got to where our room was, because you need to figure out where the first bus, bus picks up, but it's different for every park because of where they're coming from. So that's the only issue there, I would say, is if you're going at Christmas Although things have been really different lately. So I don't know that this is the standard anymore, but just be understanding that it's possible that they might have to come with a next bus for you when it's first thing in the morning, if everybody's trying to get to rope drop. But another thing that they've noticed, and I didn't see those in March, but it wasn't, it was crowded, but not as crowded as everybody told me it was going to be, but they used to have extra cast members out at the bus stop area and they would walkie talkie for another bus to the like bus hub. And they'd say, we filled up two magic kingdom buses and they're like, okay, we got another one on the way. So it's generally, they tell you anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes, but I feel like they do a good job of trying to not overload the bus areas. Is that what you feel too? Or Yep, yeah, and I've, ex- I've experienced that, especially around like holiday times, like around Christmas. Right. They're out there with a clipboard and walkie-talkie, doing their best to, you know, especially like Magic Kingdom buses. Like, yes. they'll be they'll have three bus loads there by the time the first bus lo- first bus arrives. And they're pretty good now about on the app. They have what shows when the next bus is coming, and most of them have the TVs up by the little benches that show like your next bus will be here in fourteen minutes. So they're really good about, you know, really good about everything, to be honest with you. No, they really are. That's why I'm just trying to, like, paint a picture for people who haven't been or were wondering. Another thing is they have those double buses, which... Yeah, the accordions, yep. So the one day that Joey decided to sleep in and meet us at the park, he had been wanting a double bus, wanting a double bus. 
that was like what you said when you got on, you've had the bus to yourself. We got on a double bus and had it to ourselves. King of the bus. We took a picture and sent it to him. And he was like, the one time I didn't get up. Uh, he got to ride it another time. But it was really cool that we were the only ones on this double bus. Um, so then Coronado Springs only has four. It's another moderate. It only has four bus stops. And again, the stop, the buses stop at different in different order depending on where they're coming from. Because Magic Kingdom, I'm pretty sure, goes to bus stop four when it's coming from that direction. But the rest of them start at bus stop one, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken, but it's not the same order with all the parks. And so just be conscious of that. But again, when we were there spring break, my mom and Kaylee and I, we didn't wait more than the one time for a bus. Like I felt like they were coming quick enough that they must have picked up the people. And then we came out with some people, we loaded the bus, then somebody else came. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like it was running very smoothly. I feel like that is one of their strengths. I wish that their IT department worked like their transportation system. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There. It's like a, an orchestra, uh, a conductor for an orchestra. Yeah. Like, especially, especially around like once fireworks are over, you know, especially let's just use Magic Kingdom because that's the craziest. Like, it is impressive to, yeah. to see all these buses come in and all these stations filled with people and your hats off to them. People don't want to sit there and complain about it. It's like, you don't realize the numbers of buses, the numbers of people that are being moved around hourly on the 45 square miles of property that are Walt Disney World. Hats off to them. I, I love the bus drivers. We always have great bus drivers. Always super friendly. You know, it does suck after fireworks crowds, but you know, you, what's the longest ride? 20 minutes. You got to deal with it. Right. Freeze for 20 minutes and you're back. So Coronado Springs is only bus. Yep. Or... The things that Matt talked about in the with the value, which would be Lyft, Uber, minivan, yeah, ride share programs. I feel like, again, this is just my opinion, people. This is not Disney talking. I feel like they could add the Skyliner into Coronado Springs. I don't know logistically. I, I guess I'd have to look at a map to see where it is versus the hub. But I feel like that would be a good call on their part. And Coronado Springs, now that they've added Destino Tower, I've heard vloggers say this too, but I had already talked to Brad about it. I feel like Destino Tower is almost like a deluxe resort. It's so beautifully, you know, decorated and everything. And And those elevators are amazing. If you've never been in Coronado Springs, I know I'm digressing from transportation for a second, but you push your button on your elevator and it tells you what elevator to go. There's no buttons on the inside. It knows where you want to go because it saw you put the button and it told you what one to get in. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the new tower, but I've stayed at Coronado once or twice. I love that resort. It's like the untalked about Disney resort. That's a total sleeper. Like, right. The pool's awesome with the pyramid, but yeah, we're digressing, <laughs> which happens quite often. Well, and I mean, I think that's good things for them to know. Because when we stayed yeah. there the first time, one of the reasons we thought maybe we shouldn't stay there again was because it was just bus and you had to do the internal bus like you do at Caribbean. However... They did, um, and I don't know if Caribbean Beach has two beaches or two bridges now, but now Coronado Springs has that restaurant that's three bridges and it literally connects all the sections with three bridges. It's much better now. Yeah, I remember when they were building that. That was the last time I stayed there. They were just building that. It's really good. I bet. It's a good resort. Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Riverside. Again, buses, but the joys of French Quarter is it has one bus stop, like the... Uh, values do so it's one place you're waiting for your bus one pickup one drop off riverside i think has 
four or five hubs again, just like Caribbean Beach, but they have boats. Uh, and their boats take you to, is it downtown Disney? Disney Springs. Disney Springs, yeah. It's downtown Disney to me. Yeah, I know. It, it'll always be downtown Disney to us. But it does take you to Disney Springs where you can also pick up buses if you want to go there and have breakfast and then go to the parks. You could do that. It is really nice if you wanted to do a no parks trip because you can just take the boat over there and have hundreds of choices to pick from to eat for sure. Gideon's only choice you need to make, folks. <laughs> yeah, but I love boat rides. Any boat ride, friendship boats, those little boats, the ferries, like. Oh, yeah. I'm all about the boat. Yes. That's like a dress. Like I always tell my boys, I'm like, when I'm like an old man, I want to be a boat driver, you know, figure out even drive the, the boats to the resorts. Just because I love being on water. I love being on boats. I'm like, it's the perfect job. Just drive a boat all day at Disney World. I know for sure. All right. And then let's head to the big dogs, to the deluxes. Uh, there's a handful of them. Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, Animal Kingdom, Contemporary, Poly, and Grand Floridian. And I was trying to think if I forgot one. I don't think so. Um, Wilderness Lodge. Oh, yep. The, the one that I said that is now my husband's new favorite. <laughs> After we stayed at Animal Kingdom, he said, I like Animal Kingdom, but I think I still want to go back. Oh, that Grand Room is breathtaking. I think we got them all there. Contemporary Bay Lake Tower. Is that a deluxe? Yeah. Uh, it's DVC. I got it down here. We won't count in DVC, guys. All right, so all of these lovely resorts have buses. The Poly, Grand Floridian, Contemporary all have the wonderful monorail and boats. Same with Wilderness Lodge. Uh, Boardwalk's got boats for Epcot, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, Yacht Club, Beach Club, those all share that, that like lake area, don't they? Yes. Yep, so we got boats there. And technically, if you wanted to, you could walk over from Boardwalk, beach, all that area, and use the Skylander. But that's why Polly, Grand Floridian, and the Contemporary are like the motherships because they're on the, the monorail. I mean, that's why they're the deluxes too, because more amenities. Boats right. is monorails. It's like the the turkey, what's that, a turkey from bowling, a hat trick or something. Yeah. So this is the one that always perplexes me is Animal Kingdom Lodge is a deluxe resort. And I stayed there and trust me, it is. It has the amenities to prove of that. But Agreed. it is the only deluxe that you have to take buses. Yeah. You have the option for Uber, Lyft, and minivans, but it doesn't have like the frou-frou Skyliner. It doesn't have... Monorailed on the boats. I think that they... Because I know that Coronado is close to Animal Kingdom Lodge. So if they were going to are like build onto the Skyliner, I think that they should add in Coronado and Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's my opinion. They don't have to listen to me because I'm just Vicky, but... No, I agree. They should... The Skyliner should continue to... Coronado and Animal Kingdom Lodge and go over the Savannah. So you can look at the Savannah. That would be cool. You might smell a little poopy sometimes. <laughs> it would be epic. That would be, I'd, I'd pay extra for that. Yeah, that's the, you know, the, the boat rides from like the Poly. I've never stayed at Grand Floridian, but man, those are those awesome little boats. Skipper's always awesome. And that's a quick way to get out of the Magic Kingdom and get back when everybody's piling in the monorail and everyone's piling the buses. You're like, ha ha, I got a third option. And you hop on a little little boat. So I forget what they call them. Friendship. Uh, are they friendship boats too? Yeah. Well, somebody told me they didn't think they were, but I rode on the ones there and the ones over at Epcot or that go to the back of Epcot. And they called them all friendship boats, which makes sense because they're supposed to be your friends. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> Wilderness Lodge has boats. Oh, you know what we forgot in the moderates was uh the campgrounds at Wilderness Lodge. Oh, I did forget that. Sorry. Yeah. 
that's another rat's nest of internal buses and bus stops. But you have you can take your little golf cart or the internal bus to the water and take a boat. So that's uh, another moderate that has buses and boats. So also one of the things that I love about the places that have boats is if even if you're not going to a park that has the boat, but you want to ride the boat, say like, say you want to go to Epcot. I am terrible. I I've always liked to go into the back of Epcot because. I don't know, that walk in the front of the park of Epcot seems like you're walking the plank or something. I don't know. It just seems really far away. Yeah, and now all the walls, it's like horrible. I know. And so um, they took some more walls down this week. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of times we would take a bus to Hollywood Studios and the friendship boat right is right there. You'd get yeah. off the bus and you go where the friendship boat is and then you ride it to the back of Epcot. The security is never as long there. Even now with the Skyliner, it's not. And another perk of the beach and yacht club and boardwalk, you can walk, um, especially it's super close to beach and yacht club. I did not realize how close it was. It's literally over a bridge, basically. And you're at the Skyliner or the entry to the back of Epcot, whichever you want to do. When we stayed there, I don't think that I ever realized that they were that close because we used to take the boat. I'm like, well, that was dumb. We would eat at Beach Club and then we would take a boat over to Epcot. We could have been there way faster. I mean, granted, the boat ride was amazing, but I'm just saying. All right. So after the deluxe, we have the DVC, which if you don't know what that is, it's Disney Vacation Club Resorts. And correct me, Matt, because I tried to name all them because some of the deluxe resorts have DVC sections that are for guests. Like they get to book those up first. Right. Because they're their home resort or whatever. But Bay Lake Tower is specifically a DVC resort. Old Key West is the original. And I was just watching something on a vlog. I believe they said 1991 was when they opened. They were the very first. Yep. And then Saratoga Springs is one and Treetop Villages. So Bay Lake Tower does the same transportation basically as contemporary. Because those people, it's, uh, what do you call that? Like a breezeway or whatever that connects that and the Canterbury. And people can walk over and get on the monorail. Or you can walk like where your driver dropped you off, the Uber driver dropped you off um, on the sidewalk by the Contemporary. And then you can go in that way. So walking or monorail would be your two choices. Now, if the monorail goes down, then they have to send buses, but... That doesn't happen a lot. That's not an everyday occurrence. Thank goodness. Yeah. And if you're sitting around, you'd be stupid to sit there and wait for the bus when you could just walk 200 yards and be at the park. It's not that far. Yeah. Old Key West, all buses, uh, they do have boats to, uh, they do have a boat, don't they? To, to Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boulder Creek at Wilderness Lodge. Those are DVC, but those are all part of Wilderness Lodge, essentially. So that's a safe transportation. Oh, yes. Right. Yep, in Copper Creek, I think that's the other one. But again, same transportation. The treetop villas, are those the the, the treehouse villas? Yes. Okay, so that's part of Saratoga Springs. Correct. Uh, do they, have, they don't have boats, do they? It's all buses. Yeah, said that. No, we? but um, when Tim Tracker was doing his video on that, you could see boats out their window. So kind of thought it was weird that, so I'm wondering if they have boats that go to Disney Springs too, and we just didn't realize it. So depending on where you say, because it's really spread out, it's condominiums. They're they're larger in size than a lot of the condominiums. Although they said Old Key West has the largest condominiums on DVC property because they were the first ones. 
Yeah. And as uh, Kyle says, Disney said, we don't need to give them this much space. They won't want to leave um, <laughs> because it literally was like a condo that somebody would live in. Yeah, that's what a lot of reviews, people are like, oh, it feels very townhome-ish. I'm looking at a, a property map and it says MGM Studios. I might need to find a more current one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what Chrissy still calls it, but. Yeah, I mean. I remember the Earful Tower. Like, it was awesome. I love the Earful Tower. Yeah. They need to bring that back. And the backstage tour, like, when you drive through the the buildings and they would show you the wardrobe section, like, you, you young kids, you just, don't, you just don't know. But it's a bus, and then I know that a boat goes to Disney Springs, but the cool thing about Saratoga Springs is, if you're not going to the parks, there are portions, and I believe they called it the Congress section, or the name of the area, the buildings, is where you can just walk across the bridge because we were trying to get to Disney Springs, but there wasn't a bus. So, cause we were at a park. And so we took a Saratoga Springs bus and then I knew to get off. I knew where about to get off so that we could just cross the bridge to get to Disney Springs. So, I mean, there's always a way to work it out. And if you're planning your trip and you would like one of us to help you, we would be able to talk you through this for each individual family. It doesn't, everybody wants something different, but like Matt said, we're, boat people like we like the downtime of just chilling out feeling the cool breeze uh if you can get the back of the boat that's even better the open boats are the best by the way we were on a boat in june and there was just no airflow and we were like get us off this boat (laughs) you can't get a little stuffy yeah it was pretty and soon there will be i don't know if they've I know they probably have announced that and we've probably done it on the show. The new Polynesian DVC building. Have they given us that official name? I don't think so. They're moving. Like I saw as when we were there in June, uh, we I mean, they're moving at like yes. record pace. Like for how quick they're building that, they should have built Tron in six months. Like, right. Oh, man, it's, it's embarrassing. Well, I know the other day that Kyle did a, like a pan pan of it and he said that they've now started putting tarps like on the windows that not like just they've still got a like board do all the two by fours and everything but the concrete's all done now they've got it to the level they're gonna have it i wonder if that's gonna get a a monorail stop or if they're gonna over to the poly kind of like the dvc at grand floridian you have to walk over to grand floridian i bet you will yeah they i mean they should i mean it looks so hideous, like smushed between like that beautiful polynesian look and then that regal grand it's like what are you gonna do? Well, I'm hoping that they dial it up a little bit, make it look like like Polynesian the heck out of it. Right. But I still say when um they canceled that project that they started before the pandemic, I can't think of the name of the project. Do you know what I'm talking about? The other the other resort they're gonna do? Yeah, all the clean lines and everything. And then they put out the new renderings. It looked like the same building, only that they tried to Polynesian it up. <laughs> they just put like a, a tor- tiki torch out in front of it. Well, because they already had the plans done. And I mean, that makes sense. But at the same time, it doesn't have the same vibe. And I that's what we heard people talking about when we were there was it took the clean lines, like the way that it looked. It, do- it doesn't look, I mean, maybe it does when it gets done. Maybe it'll look Hawaiian-ish. We'll see. Uh, what else? All right, we have a few hotels that are in the park bubble. We should mention the Swan and Dolphin Hotels and the Swan Reserve. Uh, those are bus, aren't they? But I've never stated either of those. Uh, I think those are just bus, aren't they? Um, no, they have a boat. Do they? Okay. Yeah. So the Swan and Dolphin goes 
um, uh, the boat goes to the Swan and Dolphin before it goes to the back of Epcot if you're leaving Hollywood Studios. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it really is. I stayed at the Dolphin uh, last, uh, right before Hurricane Ian moved in in September. <laughs> uh, my friend, we had a conference there. And I have to say, uh, I just actually booked somebody in the Swan because they had a budget they wanted to do, but they wanted to be near Epcot, but there wasn't, you know, the pricing in Boardwalk and Swan, I mean, in uh, Yacht and Beach Club were a little bit out of their budget range and everything. And so I said, you know, my friend's company always does the Swan and Dolphin for their conferences. You want me to run prices there? And they did. And the one thing that I know this doesn't have anything to do with transportation, but they have an amazing pool there and their hotel is treated like deluxes. So you get that Deluxe vibe at a moderate budget. Right. And you also get to do the late park hours if they have them. Oh, really? And those guests, yeah. And those guests get to um, go in the 30 minutes early. And the Swan Reserve, I had clients that stayed there last October. Her dad got two one-bedroom suites. They're connected. It's beautiful. And that one's a little bit more money because it is new. Like it, they were finishing it up right after the pandemic and everything. But it's really pretty. But... Yeah, there's the Swan Reserve, like what you're saying with um, Grand, Grand Floridian DVC, you have to walk over to get the monorail or whatever. The Swan Reserve, you'd have to walk over to get the boat if you want the boat. Otherwise, you have to take the bus. Yeah, I remember when they were building the Swan and Dolphin, uh, they were just putting up the the, the 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 creatures, the dolphin and the swan. And I remember being like, those don't look like swans or dolphins. Right. Yeah, they got amazing restaurants. Those are uh, underrated hotels or resorts. And you can also walk if you want. It's a little bit more of a walk from there to Epcot than the Yacht and Beach Club, but it's still walkable. Yeah. It's about like the um, Bay Lake Tower are contemporary. It's a little bit more. Yeah, that ain't much. And so uh, we walked our <laughs> we walked our suitcases across the bridge because we left the Swan and went to the Yacht and Beach Club. Um, my friend Angela had checked to see if they would move our luggage just like they would in any other Disney resort and they will. But my other friend just insisted that they weren't going to do that. We needed to move our own luggage. So we had to, so we walked it across that bridge where incidentally, that's where they saw the bear recently that we talked about on the rumors and news show last week. Yeah. I heard that. That was awesome. I'd be like, Heck yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Well, I just said, uh, I told them yesterday at lunch. So guess what they found on that bridge? You know, the one that we hauled our luggage across? I said, a bear. Because they were like a snake, an alligator. They were naming all the stuff that not what it was. So so I think that we covered as best as we can. Um, there are, we didn't really touch on the whole um, good neighbor hotels. There are good neighbor hotels. Those, of course, don't get the Disney buses come to them. But a lot of those good neighbor hotels have shuttles within them. Some you pay for, some just run as part of their service. That you would have to check out when you have us book, or if you're booking it yourself, then you'll need to ask somebody. We stayed at one that had one that was free to us, and then somewhere between the time I booked it, which was a year out, and the time that we actually went, they stopped offering it free. They started charging $10 a person. So just be cautious. Another reason to use an agent. I mean, I am an agent, and that happened to me, but sometimes things change and they're out of your control and that was something that was completely out of our control that's why we usually just stay on property just because it's easy yes it really is matt's right you get there they chauffeur yep just get there and enjoy <laughs> then, they, then they drive you back to the airport 
you're none the wiser. You don't know anything else that's gone on in Orlando. Nope. You're like, where were we? We were in Florida? We did not leave the Disney bubble. That's what, nope. when we stayed off property, I'd always be like, we're back at Disney. And I know my kids were like, oh my gosh, is she going to say this every day? Hey, twice a day when you come back from your yes. break too? <laughs> I would do. Just to annoy them. I'm just like, yep, we're back at Disney, kids. It's like Chevy Chase on European vacation. Look, kids, big, big Ben Parliament. Only I would be like, we're at Disney, kids. They just think I'm crazy. Well, thank you for joining us. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text Vicki or me, Matt, at 636-373-4497. And you can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains space between your ears, The Mousecapades and more podcasts. Be sure to listen the Wednesday show when we dish out all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Hurry back. Be sure to bring your death certificate. Have a magical day, my friends. Ah!